comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afuakwa. Pastor Afuakwa is the general overseer of Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry in Kumasi, Ghana. God has commissioned him to preach and teach the word of faith for people to know God better, live life better, and impact their world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. I want you to come with me to John chapter 15, verse 5 to 7. John 15, 5 to 7. But I'm going away to the one who sent me. Not one of you is asking where I'm going. Instead, you grieve because I have told you. Take note, they were grieving. Somebody said they were grieving. Say they were grieving. Say they were grieving. What did Jesus tell them? He said, I'm going. And already they knew that he had come from the father. And he would go back to the father because he had been saying it every now and then, severally, that he will be going. Soon and very soon, I will go back to my father. I am come from the father and I will go back to the father. And this time, when they realized, he had told them many times, it didn't register. This time, when he told them at this particular point, they realized that he meant it. And the Bible said they started sorrowing. They began to grieve. They began to grieve. When you read the uh, contemporary English version, he says, but you are very sad from hearing all of this. But I'm going back to the father who sent me and none of you ask where, me where I'm going. You are very sad from hearing all of this, but I tell you that I'm going to do what is best for you. Somebody say, I'm going to do what is best for you. Uh, you see, the disciples heard actually that Jesus was going, they were sad. They didn't know because they had not seen his time. Jesus has been talking about a kingdom. At this time, the Jewish people were in bondage to the Roman Empire. The Roman leadership controlled everything. So when Jesus came and he was talking about kingdom, every now and then they used to think that he was going to establish a new kingdom and deliver them from the bondage of the Roman Empire. So that's what they were thinking about. Along the line, Jesus made it clear unto them that my kingdom is not of this world. So by those statements, he was gradually making them aware that, hey, the kingdom I'm talking about is not an earthly kingdom, it's a heavenly kingdom. And then when the time came that he said he was going, they, they had become used to him. Initially, they didn't know much about him, but they had gotten used to him, become addicted to him. Learn to love him, learn to appreciate him. All their bills are paid. They are walking up and down with him. They need money. He goes to the sea. They throw a, a, a hook to the a sea. And then a fish comes out and vomits gold. Who doesn't like this kind of thing? Anytime they are in the desert, they need food. No food anywhere. He says somebody has five loaves of bread. Five thousands of people and multitudes of children uncounted. They say only five loaves. He stands there and says, I thank you, Father. Share it. And they share it in multiplication. Five loaves. They carry 12 baskets after the five loaves have been shared to feed 5,000 plus people. When they need food, they don't need to go to a restaurant. Nobody needs to cook. 
The other day, they were by the seaside. Having fish all night, caught nothing. He stood there and told somebody, listen, the fish, you have been fishing for a long time, but uh, you are fishing by the natural law, by the spiritual law. Cast your hook here. The moment he cast it, he drew it from the same place he had been fishing all night. And immediately, the Bible said, he came out with a harvest that he could not handle. That was the kind of Jesus they had gotten used to. A man who could walk on water. Blind man appeared to him. And then the moment he touched the blind man's eye, everything evaporated. They stood by the tomb of Lazarus. When he stood there and after smelling the body, the stinking body of Lazarus, this man spoke and said, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus came forth. So everything that has been deemed humanly impossible, they had seen him make it possible. Impossible issues have become cheap possibilities in his hands. Now, you can be working with a rich man and be very comfortable. But when you are working with a wonder-working man, you are even super comfortable. Because, you see, what money cannot buy, he is able to use miraculous power to work it for you. That was the Jesus they are gotten used to. Now, can you imagine you have such a friend who has been with you and is able to do all of this. And one day he tells you, I'll be dying tomorrow. How will you feel? It's about time I departed from this earth. How will you feel? Many thoughts. You'll, be, you'll start crying and maybe people may be thinking that it's because you love him. No. When they were sad, it was not because they loved Jesus. It was because they loved their stomachs. It was because they had job security. It was because everything they needed, they could find in him. Everything they needed. He says... Peter, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. Until Peter started following him, he used to, he can only uh, uh, travel on the sea by boat. When he started following him, a fisherman began to over, overrule the law of Archimedes and uh, flotation and started walking on water naturally. Kadochi Garani. Everybody seeing and feeling it. Now, uh, Peter, if, and no wonder Peter said, if you are going, I'm going with you. He said, even if you would die, I would die with you. No, this kind of thing is too nice. I need you around. If you go now, how will I ever walk on water again? Peter became a celebrity overnight as a man who walked on water. All through his association with the Messiah, Jesus said, I'm going. So the way, sir, and legitimately so. But, it's important that he mentions something vital there. He says, I am going to do what is best for you. In other words, what I've been doing for you is good. But when I go, what will take place? If I was multiplying bread, you multiply cities. If I was giving you uh, uh, health or healing, you are now going to be healthy. If I was giving you money, you will never lack again. Am I communicating to somebody at all? Now, that was what Jesus was telling them. He said, what is best? What could be better than walking on water when you don't have money and you have to travel to the U.S.? You don't want to fly. You fear aeroplane. You don't want to fly and you want to travel to the U.S. And the ship are not working. There's no ship actually. You fear aeroplane. You must be in the U.S. There is no ship and you must be there by all means. 
What do you need? You just need your feet. Your feet. Once you can walk on water, that is okay. What could be better than feet that can walk on water? What could be better than someone who multiplied bread, few loaves of bread, and turned it to feed multitudes? What could be better than somebody who can look at a man four days dead in the grave and call him comfort? What could be better? That was what was running through their minds. While they were sorrowing and tearing up, these were things I'm sure was running through their minds. And the, the Spirit of God, through Christ, began to speak. He said, the Holy Spirit cannot come to help you until I leave. Praise God. So, what he's saying is that the best that must come to you is not me. It's the Holy Spirit. Who? The best that is to come to you is not me, but the Holy Spirit. May the Holy Spirit come upon you afresh. I said, may the Holy Spirit come upon you afresh. Can I hear believing amen here? Let me tell you. Whatever you will ever need, I don't know what it is, but there is nothing that you can ever need that is more or great in value and quality than the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Your greatest helper in life and destiny is the Holy Spirit. No wonder he said, I will send you a helper. As his name is, so he is to those who know him. I will send you a helper. Don't worry about Jesus. Because he's actually not the best. The best is the Holy Spirit. Can somebody give me an amen? Amen. He, he just came to prepare the way so that the Holy the same way John the Baptist prepared the way so Jesus could come. Jesus also came to pave the way so that the Holy Spirit can have his habitation in you. That's what he came for. Because that's what he meant. He said, when I go, then the best will come. And the best is none other but the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit cannot come to help you until I leave. But after I'm gone, I will send the Spirit to you. Praise God. Come to John chapter 14, verse 16 to 18. I'll be teaching this every month. And I pray that somebody fully grabs it. Because when we are able to appreciate who the Holy Spirit is and be able to develop a relationship strong with him, then we can be able to enjoy our walk with God. Give me the amplified version, please. He said, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another comforter. The word another in the Greek means alos, which means another of the same kind. He says, I will give you another comforter. In other words, I was a comforter to you, but I'm going to give you another comforter. He says, I will give you another comforter, which means counselor. Somebody say counselor. How many of you have ever been in need of a counselor? You've ever been in need of a counselor? And how many of us will always need a counselor? How many of us know that every human counselor is limited some way? That's why you need the Holy Spirit. The Bible said, he that hearkeneth to counsel is wise. You see, how far you can go in life is a function of whose counsel you are following. How far you can go. Who you can become in life. There are some people who could have become something else, but they are not. Because their fathers never gave them the right counsel. 
There was nobody to guide them on the journey on the highway of life. How far you can go. No wonder the Bible said, blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. When you are counseled by wrong people, you will end at the wrong place. So the Holy Spirit was sent among many things to counsel us. May he counsel you. I said, may he counsel you. The Holy Spirit is your counselor. That's among many things. The, com the word comforter. You see, the comforter word is so broad that in the Greek, one word cannot explain it. One after the other. Each of them intercessor, counselor. All of them are seeking to describe and explain one word, comforter. Comforter. How many of us need help? Oh, you need help? Say, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Thank you for being my helper. The Bible said he's a present help. In the time of need, the Holy Spirit. Counselor, helper, intercessor. Woo. Somebody say intercessor. intercessor. Yeah. The Holy Spirit was giving us an intercessor. He steps in the gap. He prays for you when you don't know what to pray. The Bible says, likewise, we don't know what to pray like we ought to. But the Holy Ghost himself makes intercession for us. With groanings that cannot be uttered. You see, when you pray, you have to study the word to be able to know how to pray aright. When the Holy Ghost prays, because he's the one who uttered the word, he doesn't need to study the word. Every prayer he's praying is in accordance with the will of God. And so the Bible says, he maketh intercession for us according to the will of God. According to the will of God. So what it means is that when the Holy Ghost prays for you, it cannot fail. May he pray for you. May he intercede for you. May the Holy Ghost become your intercessor. In the mighty name of Jesus. He's your intercessor. Advocate. Somebody say advocate. Advocate. When we talk about advocate, we are talking about a lawyer. An arbiter. Somebody who steps in to speak for you when you can't speak for yourself. Please, don't let these things run through your mind as adjectives. Because you see, sometimes one person speaking for you at the right time can deliver you from death. Somebody speaking to you at the right time can just deliver you from failure. I remember when I finished school. I finished the university. And then I was on my way to go to Nigeria for missions work. So I was trusting God that everything would be fine with my final year results. And lo and behold, when the results came, they had traded me one paper. They traded me one. That meant I couldn't travel. I had to stay. Whatever missions work I had ahead of me in Nigeria was going to be suspended. Yeah, they, they don't do... Once the results are pasted, they are pasted. I wasn't even there when somebody told me the results had been pasted. They told me, Osofo, you trade one paper. <laughs> I said, it is where? Praise God. It was left to me. One week for me to travel. School, the results have been released. We have dispersed. School is over. Brothers and sisters, 
the Holy Ghost came in as an advocate for me. I don't know how it happened. I don't know how it happened. You see, I don't want to. I had good relationship with some of my lectures. Some of them didn't like me. Some of them really hated me. Some of them really liked me. Because they didn't like the way I was caring about my Christian something. Before they come to lecture, I'll be the first person lecturing. Because before they lecture, I've already taught the people. I'll be preaching. Every morning I used to preach. I volunteered myself as class president. So, <laughs> so by all means, you have to hear from me before the day begins. Before I left school, some final year, some of them did some kululu and then I was removed. But I was still preaching. So then they like. Praise God. That, that, that was how it was. Because if one of them had spoken for me, I'm sure when they did their examiner's meeting and all of that, by all means, some of the good ones who like me will be speaking for me. Ah, is he not final year? Is he not leaving school after all? Let's leave him and let him go. All of that didn't work. And they pasted the thing to disgrace us awful. <laughs> Praise God. Put it there. You know the miracle? The Holy Ghost stepped in and changed the results. By the time I was leaving, I thought you were clapping. By the time I was leaving the school, I didn't write the exam, but they passed me. They made me go out of the school. I didn't speak to anybody about it. We are talking about an advocate. Somebody said they're advocates. An advocate. There is no issue. You are dealing with an issue. You have spent all your money. Lawyers are just chopping your money and chopping your money and chopping your money. Learn to engage the Holy Ghost. You see, because we don't know him as a person. That, that, that is the objective of this teaching, actually. And I'm not too sure I'll go anywhere. When you get to know the Holy Spirit for who he is. When Jesus was on earth, he could not be in the U.S. and be here at the same time. And be in uh, uh, Bwedi and be in Atosu at the same time. No! So when Jesus said, it's better for you that I go away, he actually knew what he was talking about. Because when, uh, he said, I will ask the Father, let me just read this one before you go. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another comforter, intercessor, strengthener, advocate, that he may remain with you forever. Somebody say, remain with you. That's a very significant word. Remain with you. The Holy Ghost was given to us as an advocate. Somebody say advocate. 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 Visa Why don't you sit down and engage the Holy Ghost? Holy Ghost, you are my advocate. I'm not appealing to anybody. If you need me in the U.S., step in in the matter. Am I communicating here? That, that's how you end. The Holy Ghost is not a... Uh, some dove. You know, one of the problems we have is that a lot of people, because of the biblical uh, emblems, tokens, that have been used to describe the Holy Ghost, a lot of people see the Holy Ghost as that. So when they see some white dove passing, that's the Holy Ghost. Fire! That is the Holy Ghost. No. 
When somebody falls under the power, that's the Holy Ghost. He can manifest like that, but he's more than that. Did somebody hear what I said? I said the Holy Ghost can manifest like that, but he's more than that. He's more than falling down. He's more than fire coming upon you. He's more than anything. The Holy Ghost, most importantly, is a person. Somebody say he's a person. Advocate. Strengthener. Stand by. You know stand by? You know what it means to stand by? Somebody standing by you. Through the thick he's there. Through the thin he's there. He's ever there. May the Holy Ghost be ever there for you. I can't be there all the time. I love you. And I would want the best for you. But I can't be there all the time for you. That's why I'm introducing you this month and all through the remainder of the year to the greatest helper. Somebody say the greatest helper. Yeah. I mean, by the time one person, he is to you a counselor. He is to you a helper. When, when he says he's a helper, he helps in any area of need. Every area of need, he steps in to help you. Beginning from now, the Holy Ghost will help you. May the Holy Ghost help you. Those of you preparing for exams, the Holy Ghost will help you. In the mighty name of Jesus. What person? Counselor. When you are getting confused, should I say yes to uh, Olabode or should I say no to uh, Charles? The Holy Ghost counsels you. Helper, when you are weak, burden. The Bible said, when I am overwhelmed, lead me to the rock which is higher than I. Intercessor. When the Holy Ghost, you need to pray. Wake up and pray. You are feeling tired. Your alarm rings, you quench it. Your alarm rings first, you quench it. Your alarm rings second, you quench it. Meanwhile, the Holy Ghost is waking you up concerning certain things, something that is about to happen in the course of your day. After he has reminded you that many times, because of his love for you, he steps in. He can see that, nah, Minisope is weak and tired. He needs a help. I must help him now. Then the Holy Ghost steps in. He begins to intercede on your behalf. Is somebody getting what I'm talking about tonight? Now, that's the Holy Ghost. He intercedes for you. Sometimes things happen in your life. I've not even prayed about it. Listen, stop talking. The Holy Ghost prayed about it. You see, the fact that you didn't pray about it does not mean that someone has not prayed about it. The Holy Ghost is praying about it. Intercessor. Advocate. 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 Listen, when they are deciding on who to promote... And by merit, you overqualify. But by politics, somebody is seeking to deny you. The Holy Ghost will be your advocate. I said, may the Holy Ghost be your advocate. We are bidding for a contract. And people are putting in all kinds of bills. Because some people, by the time the contract comes, the amount they have paid, in fact, they didn't bid, they paid for the contract. Pay for it. Pay for it. Pay for it. That's why a hairdresser who may lack the expertise and have no knowledge whatsoever can get a billion CD road contract and somebody who is a civil engineer has all the equipment will be struggling to get it. The Holy Ghost must be your advocate. 
and I pray that beginning from this month, you see, listen, the Holy Ghost will not do for you what you don't know him to be. He won't do for you what you don't know him to be. When you know he's your advocate, when you are dealing with issues and you don't know where to turn to, you turn to him. Praise God. Most of the time when people are confronted, Pastor, do you know somebody in Flagstaff House? Do you know somebody here? Listen, you don't need to know anybody. The person you know is the Holy Ghost. Am I communicating here? The person you know is the Holy Ghost. But when you don't know him, I can, if I know somebody in Flagstaff House, I can call the person. I will speak with the person. He too must speak to another person. He may have to speak to another person. I may control this person. He may have some amount of control over this person. I don't have direct control over this person. If I had direct access, then your case could be resolved quickly. But because it's passing through this one, he has little access. To another person who has little access, the issue may prolong and you may end up not getting what you desire. But let me tell you, when the Holy Ghost steps in, the Bible said the heart of a king is in the hands of a Lord. Like rivers of water, he turns it wheresoever he wills. He can touch this one, touch that one, touch that one, touch that one. And by the time you say, Jack, everything has fallen in your favor. Listen, beginning from this man, that shall be your experience. I said beginning from this man, that shall be your experience. In this anniversary month, he will be stepping in for you. Gift will be coming your way. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Advocate. Stand by. Somebody say stand by. Stand by. Stand by. When he helps me as a preacher, I preach well. Praise God. I did a long note. The whole day I had a lot of things to do. But in preparing, I have sat reading and meditating, reading and meditating. But as I stand here, what I'm talking to you about is not what I've written down. It's what he's giving me. Am I communicating? That is the Holy He's a helper. Stand by. Stand by. I've never depended on my outline to preach. No matter how detailed it is. I've always depended on the help of the Holy Ghost. Because no matter the quality of your preparation, if the Spirit of God does not breathe upon it, it will make noise in the ears of people. No life will be touched. Holy Spirit. Stand by. Somebody say, stand by. You see, when you have a, let me show you this. When you have a standby generator, when it rains like this, you don't have trouble. You don't think about it. <laughs> Somebody say, stand by generator. Stand by, generator. Stand by. You don't worry what's on. Stand by. You don't see it. The Holy Ghost is your standby. This year, He will stand by you. I say, He will stand by you. People don't know. People, when the Holy Ghost is standing by you, what others are crying about, you'll not be crying about. And people will think that. It's the Holy Ghost who is standing by you. May he stand by you. I said, may the Holy Ghost stand by you. Stand by. Stand by. All he's doing after he has counsel, 
after he has interceded, after he has helped you, after he has strengthened you. When he has done all of this, he goes to stand by. Do you know what he's saying? Just in case you need anything more, I'll be ready to provide. Just in case you need anything extra, I'll be ready to provide. Listen, your greatest helper in this life is not your mother, is not your father, is not your account, is not your intelligence, is the Holy Spirit. That's your greatest helper. That's your greatest helper. What does it therefore mean? Get to know him. Get to know him. Get to know him. And that is the title of my teaching. Knowing the Holy Spirit. Get to know him. Know him. Know him. Please know him. Know him. Know him. Know him. Know him. Know him. I knew him as an advocate. So I could not be bothered. I remember when he finished, some of them were saying, I should go and see uh, the dean. Then they didn't have provost. They said, I should go and speak to the dean and for the dean to do something. I remember I told him, listen, if the dean could do something, he would have done it. Now that it has appeared, let it be there. Praise God. And in the same place, a bad report was turned to a positive report. A failed resource became a success resort. In this month, anything human beings have deemed impossible, anything human beings can give you, anything human beings cannot step in for you, anything human beings cannot advocate for you, anything human beings cannot aid you in, any area of your life, whether it's in your health, in your marriage, in your childbirth, in your finance, in any area of your life, I speak as a prophet of God over your life. Beginning from this anniversary season, I decree that the Holy Ghost will surprise you. He will step in for you. In the name of Jesus. 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 He will surprise you with gift. He will surprise you with gift. Begin to give him praise. Thank him for being all of that to you. That's all I want you to do. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Take me back to John 4, uh, 16, where we're reading. Take me back there. Amplify. Thank him that he is your advocate. Thank him that he's your comforter, your counselor, your helper, your intercessor, your advocate, your strengthener. Your standby. Is somebody praying at all? I don't know whether something has happened to somebody, but open up to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Rapato Kalibahana Kasote. We give you praise, Holy Spirit. We give you praise, Holy Spirit. We give you praise, our advocate. We give you praise, our comforter. We give you praise, our intercessor. We give you praise, our strengthener. We give you praise. We give you praise, our helper, 
our counselor, we give you praise. Eketakaliba, Pandekotekaba, Badika Zubelebete, Mandikaleba, Brade Yaba, Brade Yaba. Thank you for being my advocate. Thank you for being my helper. Thank you for being my strengthener. Thank you for being my all in all. Yako Shagaba, Yako Shagaba, Ibadeke Tokalaya. In the Belebea, Brando Kozia, Pradeke tu Kalaba, Adiko Zibandeku Liba Lakataya, Yekusha Badaba, Padeke Tokapa, Pandiko Zagaba, Ibale Kataya, Ibale Kataya, Ibale Kataya, Iko Singri Niku Singri Yambele, Limbroku Singinda Kalibandaka, Ragusa Gadabalia, Rapatekelea, Ingo Sagaba, Rapato Kaliba, Yegeleke Zugaba, Imo Songota, Ingaban Kantuka, Yegaba Katika, Igabela Bata, Rabakuzaba, Fandekoli and Kezia, Prade Kuzang and Nekeluante, Imba Koseketa Kapa, Rapato Kelebe Kataya. Now listen, I want us to sing to him briefly before we leave here. We are singing the same song we sang, but we are not singing for all you've done. We are singing for all you are. He's your advocate, he's your strengthener, he's your standby, he's your helper. We give you praise. We Give you praise, Lord. We I give you praise, Holy Spirit. I give you praise, Lord. Somebody sing it from your heart. I give you praise. I give you praise. Holy Spirit. Lord, I give you praise. For all you are. For The song for all you are for.
call you out. of this message and other messages as well as books by Pastor Fuakwa, please call 0540-122-670 or 0204-225-790 or email us at faithhousechapel at yahoo.com. Get interactive with Pastor Fuakwa on Facebook and Twitter. You can also visit our website at www.faithhousechapel.com for any other information. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our two English services. 6.30 a.m. First service. 8.45 a.m. Second service. And on Wednesdays for our Word Encounter service at 6 o'clock p.m. At our church auditorium on the top floor of Nanaama Ejakuma Plaza. Opposite the Unity Oil Station. Santasi Roundabout. Kumasi, Ghana. God richly bless you. <laughs>